In this episode, we look back at the last 300 episodes of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. I can't even tell you how amazing this feels. So get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and this is a special day. This is a special episode. This is something that, if I'm being honest, I did not think that I would see. Uh, 300 episodes, 300 episodes, that is insane. And when you really look at look at that, each episode took an average of, let's say, two hours to make. So we're looking at 600 hours put into this show, not to mention marketing and community and the book and, and just so much. It's one of those things that I'm like being here, I'm a little bit blown away by um, but it's incredible. And so first of all, before we jump into what I have for the content, I want to say thank you to you because this show would not be at episode 300 if it weren't for you. If you did not continuously show up, if you did not share your thoughts and opinions with me, if you did not keep suggesting content ideas and things you want to hear, if you weren't the amazing human being that you are, this show wouldn't have made it to 300. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It, it honestly means the world. Now, with that said, my plan for this episode is to look back at six episodes that members of the community have highlighted as the most impactful to them. Uh, these are episodes that, uh, for one reason or another, helped them along their journey. It allowed them to uh, get the message to click, whatever it was they were trying to do. It allowed the message to finally click into place. So we're going to look at those six episodes. I'm going to introduce the person who, uh, who, who suggested it. I'm going to mention the episode number and the title, talk a little bit about what I was going for with that episode, and then play a small clip from it. So this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode, but hopefully you guys enjoy it. And, and that's, that's my big thing is kind of just let's reflect on the best moments of the last 300 episodes, the most impactful moments of the last 300 episodes. So without further ado, the very first one, the first episode suggested to me to make the cut as one of the most impactful, one of the most valuable episodes of this show comes from Haley. Now, Haley is, uh, has become a good friend of mine. Uh, she listens to the show regularly, and she reached out to me months ago 
trying to find a way that we could work together. And we, we've since done some work together. So I appreciate her so much for suggesting this. And the episodes she suggests is 175, going back to a job after entrepreneurship. Now, this episode for me was all about documenting what I was dealing with in that moment. It was the end of uh, 2016. After my business failed, I went back and I I took a full-time job early 2017 and hated it so much. Like I felt like a failure. I felt like a loser. I felt like I wasn't good enough. That's why I, I had to do this. And the purpose of this episode was to almost clarify for myself why going back to a job was valuable, why it wasn't me being a failure, why it's important to allow yourself to to take those moves when you need it. That was the purpose of the episode. So uh, episode 175, going back to a job after entrepreneurship. Here is a quick clip from that episode. I I managed to maintain that for a full year. Uh, So all of 2016, I was self-employed, freelancing mostly, uh, doing podcast production stuff. And um, somewhere around June, I met with my first sort of hardship. See, the beginning, the first couple of months, uh, they were difficult because everything was unclear. I didn't have any real income coming in. I I frankly didn't know uh, what was going to happen or where I was going to end up. And as things progressed, I figured it out. I built up some recurring income. I uh, sold some clients. I started uh, serving those clients and things started to level out. Then somewhere around June, I... uh, met my first real challenge. And this came in the form of a client sort of unexpectedly not working with me anymore. Uh, Actually two clients around the same time. And um, it it was tough because I didn't have much in savings. I I wasn't planning on that happening, obviously. And I, I just wasn't approaching things in an intelligent way. And so I didn't have a plan in place for if this happened. Big shout out to Haley for suggesting that one. It's definitely one of my favorites as well. Uh, Second up, we have Sophia. Sophia suggested episode 246, 246. Now, this episode is really interesting to me. It's all about my views on following your passion. It is, it's a rant, basically. It's uh, my... The way that I view this question of does passion matter? And I kind of wanted to do an experiment with this one. I wanted to record just a bunch of different clips on my phone and uh, edit them together with some music in the background, kind of create something that was a little bit more narrative, a little bit more motivational than the standard episode type. It was a lot of fun to put together, uh, but the, the goal of it was purely to tell you that following your passion is not something that matters from day one. It's a right that you earn. It is something you need to work for. Your passion is not something you find or search for. It's something you create. And that was my, my purpose with that episode. And it seems like that has communicated a bit. So episode 246, my views on follow your passion, a rant. Check it out. When you really break it down, when you really look at this, here's what I think. 
I think follow your passion is bad advice. Sure, it's a good thing to be passionate about the work you do, but as Cal Newport discusses in his book, So Good They Can't Ignore You, passion is developed over time. As you gain skill, as you gain importance, as you add value and do things that matter, you develop passion for it. Big thank you to Sophia for that one. Uh, The next one comes from Emma. Now, Emma recommended uh, episode... 286, How to Be Self-Disciplined and Accomplish Your Goals. This is a very recent episode, but it is actually one of the ones that this and episode 283 are one of they're the two episodes that I've gotten probably the most feedback on in the last few months or in the last few weeks or I guess months. They were dropped in June and July. And uh, this question of self-discipline is interesting to me. One of the real things that I was trying to accomplish with these episodes was to talk about self-discipline from a different point of view. I've always gotten hung up on the idea of the the word discipline and sort of the negative connotations that that has and then applying it to yourself. And then I, I was introduced to a different way of thinking about it. So I wanted to share that. So I documented that in episode 283, The Real Meaning of Self-Discipline. And then in episode 286, I talked about my own journey and my own steps to becoming self-disciplined and to improve my own action towards the goals that I have. And uh, Emma highlighted this episode as being one of the most impactful for her, allowing her to start really taking actions in her own life and and allowing herself to be self-disciplined because all of a sudden she had a different way to define it. So uh, to episode 286, how to be self-disciplined and accomplish your goals. Let's play a clip of that. But it's a tough thing to do. Self-discipline, dedication, all of that stuff, it's hard, which is why most people don't do it, which is why most people don't have the, the things that they want or the, the lifestyle that they want or have accomplished the goals that they want. And most of us, even who do have some degree of self-discipline, who are uh, gaining some degree of success around the things we want, are very lacking in other areas for the same reason. Support for this episode comes from Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. And honestly, that's what it's all about. It's all about taking those small steps, making those small changes that you can control right now to help you create change over time. And trust me, getting better sleep is one of the top tiny leaps that you can take and control yourself. Now, when I hear Casper, I think of their original mattress, which combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of both sink and bounce. But they are way more than just that. In fact, Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper also offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets to ensure an overall better sleep experience. All designed, developed, and assembled in the United States. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Can we talk for a second about how insane that is? You know a company is proud of their product and knows that their product will help you to sleep better if they are willing to let you sleep on it for 100 nights absolutely risk-free 
and then just return it if you don't like it. Like they must be incredibly confident in their products. So, I mean, it's a little crazy, but kudos to them for being willing to invest in their products to that extent that they know it's going to drive the results you're looking for. So if you're ready to sleep better, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash tiny leaps and using tiny leaps at checkout. That's casper.com slash tiny leaps to get $50 towards select mattresses when you use the code tiny leaps at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Now, the next one comes from Jennifer. Uh, It's episode 248, and it's reasons to stop social media. Now, uh, my goal with this was to talk about sort of the role that social media plays in our lives, why it's important, why it's not, and when we should be considering sort of taking a break from it, how to do that, how we we approach that process. Uh, It was never meant to be me sort of lecturing you on why you shouldn't use social media. I mean, I use social media every single day. I run my business on social media. It was more so just presenting a a different approach to thinking about social media. And I think it, it accomplished that goal. I think for the people who listened to it and who it resonated with, it really uh, accomplished the, uh, the, the goal that they were looking for. And so what you get is instead of somebody getting home from work and sitting in front of the TV for five, six hours, you get five or six hours of social media checking in small bursts throughout the day. But it's more or less the same thing. So I want to start this by you know, saying that this isn't new and this isn't necessarily something to be afraid of. It's not this weird thing that society's never done before. Like we've done this. This is history. The next one comes from Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia suggested episode 282, how to take action in your life. This was my purpose for this episode was to outline a very clear process for figuring out what you want and doing that thing and making it super clear that it's not that difficult. If you want to do something, just do that thing. If you want to be a writer, write. If you want to be a podcaster, create podcasts. If you want to be a vlogger, start vlogging. It doesn't have to be that complicated. There's no secret to it. It's really just about getting it done and allowing yourself to identify as that thing because you do that thing. And uh, Cynthia took a ton of value from that episode. So that's the one that she suggested, episode 282, how to take action in your life. Here's a short clip of it. The prefrontal cortex is about executive thought. It's about the high level thinking that we do on a day-to-day basis. So this is the part of the brain that controls that. Here is my goal. Here are the steps that I need to take. It's why you know what to do. It's why you know what you are trying to accomplish. And it's why you're capable of figuring out the steps and that you could theoretically start. However, it is not the only piece of the puzzle. It's not the only thing involved, which is why you know all of that stuff, and yet you still haven't taken action on it. Finally, a recommendation from Jeremy. Jeremy, you guys might know I brought him on the show uh, a little while back just to sort of talk about his experience with 
uh, with with building a business and what he might be interested in sort of doing with his his incredible talent as a sculptor. Uh, you can find that in episode at episode 231, How to Build Up an Online Business, featuring Jeremy Cutler. Uh, with that said, the episode he suggested was all the way back in the hundreds. It's episode 179, and it is titled, This Is Not Self-Help. Now, this episode... This is an interesting one. This is one of those episodes that I didn't think would resonate as much as it did, but I I just did because I was frustrated. I wanted to make it clear what this podcast was about. And the goal for this show has never been to teach you self-help stuff. It's never been to be a personal development show. That is the category we get put into, but that is not what we are. The whole idea behind this is not self-help, behind this show, is that all of the stuff you should be doing that does lead to improvements in the quality of your life, that doesn't need to fall into a category. That can just be you living your daily life. As humans, we are wired to make progress regardless of whether or not we are paying attention to it or purposefully choosing to do so. As a result, if you just live your life and set goals and take actions towards those goals, you will naturally start to see improvement in your life. It doesn't need to be categorized as this is self-help or this is not self-help. And so episode 179, This Is Not Self-Help, recommended by Jeremy. Here's a clip. This is not self-help. This is not personal development. This is your life. Let me break that down. Here's what I mean. The personal development industry, like the business side of it, exists because of exclusivity, because they've created an ecosystem where every time somebody spends ten to $15,000 a year on their personal development, they feel like they are a part of an exclusive club. They are the type of person that invests in themselves. They are the type of person that prioritizes their growth. They are the types of people that is into personal development. And that is a very powerful thing to do. When you create a tribe around, like you create an identity around a group of people, it makes it easier to sell to them, easier to reach them, easier to uh, do all kinds of things and, and get their dollars in your pocket. And so the personal development business, the industry side of it, has spent a lot of time creating this identity of a person who pursues personal development or who pursues self-help. And a big part of that is why you see such grandiose, fluffy messages, because that message isn't going to resonate with everybody. And the goal is to create a message that attracts a certain type of person so that that type of person can become a part of that community and that community can feel uplifted or or more excluded than the rest of the population. And with all of that said, this show, it's incredible to me that we've reached episode 300, but it's even more incredible to me thinking about where we still have yet to go. In the past 300 episodes, we've built an amazing community of tens of thousands of people across the world. We've been heard in so many countries, uh, countries I didn't even know existed. We've generated 5 million plus downloads or close to 5 million. 
we've gotten a book that is publishing in January, a real book published by a real publisher, not self-published. Uh, we, we've built a, a great Facebook community that is supporting each other and allowing each other to uh, push for our goals while being held accountable. This has become such an incredible thing from this, this seed of an idea, from this thing that I was sitting on a train and just felt like it needed to exist to this massive community of amazing leapsters that are willing to take the risks and change the quality of their life by changing their day-to-day behavior. It is, it's been an incredible journey. I've been blessed to be the host of this show and to be able to, to, to engage with all of you every single day for the last two and a half years, maybe even two and three quarters years at this point. And I just want to say thank you. I, I just want you to know that this show, this community, and more importantly, you have changed my life. You have allowed me to pursue the things that I care about and to follow my own dreams. And you have held me accountable and you have put me in a position to see all of the success that I always knew that I was capable of of accomplishing. And by doing so, I hope that the things I create, I hope that the things that I do and the things I put out into the world allow me to give back to you in that way. I hope that the content I create allows you to push forward. I hope that the stories I highlight allow you to find moments of inspiration or strength in your own journey. And I hope that over the next 300 episodes, as we push towards episode 600, you will continue to be here. You will continue to share it. And you will continue to be the most amazing human. So with all of that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for taking the time to to be here. Thank you for the last 300 episodes. I look forward to the next 300. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.